You're listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants more Supernatural content or anyone just starting the show. I'm Beth Brin. I'm Hannah Barrow. And I'm Abby Jo Morton. And we're your hosts. Let's jump in. Raising Perdition is intended for adult audiences and our episodes may contain PG-13 and R-rated language. We advise listener discretion for discussions of violence, sexual assault, eating disorders, and other topics some listeners may find disturbing. We want to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Hello, welcome back. You're listening to Raising Perdition. I'm one of your hosts, Beth. I'm here with your other hosts, Hannah and Abby Jo. How are y'all doing? We're doing well. How are you? How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I'm excited to talk about this episode, a little bit of a filler episode, um, but I like it nonetheless. Um, Today's episode, we're talking about episode seven of season two, The Usual Suspects. This episode was written by Catherine Humphreys and directed by Mike Roll. Um, Those names don't sound familiar to me. I think I saw that Mike Roll will direct like 10 more episodes, but... Okay. Um, Catherine Humphreys co-wrote with John Siobhan, uh, Dead Man's Blood. Mm. So that was Mm -hmm. a pretty big episode. And she's going to go on to write um, a few more episodes up to season four. So we'll be seeing her some more. Cool. So... Yeah. This episode... I sure will. This episode (laughs) is in Baltimore, Maryland, um, and it takes place after September and before November, Mm. Um, and we can be absolutely certain it's before May 2007 because they say Sam is 23, so, but (laughs) um, the next episode is around November, so, and the last episode was before September 20-something, so um, we're... In October, perhaps. So, interesting timing for us to film this or record this. Yes, it's currently yes. October. Yes. Same month. Yeah. If you're in the future listening to this, yeah. uh, it's October for us. Yes, it's October 21st, so 2022, in case if there's any question about that. Um, yeah. So, Sam and Dean investigate the murders of a lawyer and his wife who claimed to have seen a ghost right before they died. However, after local detectives Diana Ballard and Pete Sheridan uncover the Winchester's records, they arrest Dean for a double homicide before the brothers are able to find the ghost. When the ghost begins to visit Diana, she begins to wonder if the tales Sam and Dean are telling her could be true and if she might be the next to die. Diana works with Sam and they find the ghost was actually a death omen trying to protect people from Pete. Diana gets Pete to confess to his crimes and lets Sam and Dean go, getting rid of the charges her precinct has on them, but letting them know she can't do anything about the St. Louis murder charges from earlier in the show. All the way back to episode six. I think yeah. it's six, season one. I think in that episode, we told Abby that there would be, yeah, like, lasting consequences for that. And so this is some of those consequences we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. All right, let's do our favorite moments. Let's do it. These are our favorite moments of this supernatural episode. Our favorite moments we're telling you now. I guess 
I'll go first this week. Okay. My, I'm going to say my favorite moment. There was a lot that I think that was funny. You know, Dean being cheeky. All that's nice and fun. Um, but I think I'll say that my favorite moment is when they, the boys both call the lawyer Matlock. And the lawyer goes, y'all really are brothers, huh? <laughs> and I think yeah. that that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite moment, if I had to pick one. Oh, yeah, like Beth said, it's like very, You like, do. So. <laughs> I don't. I could say no. You do. Um, but I like whenever the uh, lawyer walks into the room and mm-hmm. he's like, he seems like so happy. He's like, hi, I'm Jack Cross or whatever his name is. I don't think it's Jack. I don't know. That's what I was trying to find right now. But he just seems like so like happy and lighthearted and I think it's funny because like it doesn't fit the situation. Yeah. <laughs> you have a client the who's going to be uh, interviewed and like see if he like murdered someone. He's like, all right, hey. Yeah. Um, they can't find the murder weapon. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did get you uh, with blood on your hands. That's not so great. But we'll figure <laughs> it out. Not the best. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just what he does every day. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Hannah, what's your yeah. moment? Mine is when um, they're when Sam and Dean are talking to Karen, and Dean's like, "Did Tony mention anything unusual?" And she's like, "Unusual." And he's like, "Yeah, like strange." And she says, "Strange." And he's like, "You know, Karen, weird." Like he's just like <laughs> saying different like synonyms, synonyms. of unusual. Because <laughs> he's just like, "Yes, I don't know how to be more clear here." <laughs> Did he say anything unusual, <laughs> Karen? Karen, for the I love of Christ, can you <laughs> like stop that. being this way? He's like, you know. You know what that means. I know you do. All right. So our cold open, uh, we are in a police uh, station, and we see a man. He's talking, and he's like, oh, under what name? Oh, yeah, that's my favorite so far. And we figure out he's talking about Dean, um, and we all know that Dean uses a bunch of different aliases, so you can only imagine what alias he's talking about. And um, he gets, good Lord, he gets something from a fax machine. (laughs) Um, He's really excited, and he's like, I got to call you back. And then at the same time, we see that a SWAT team is approaching a hotel, and it looks like a hotel that Sam and Dean would stay at. Um, And then the police officer, who we know is Pete later on, goes into an interrogation room, and he's like basically saying all the crimes we know that Dean has committed technically uh like credit card fraud uh desecration of a grave Mm. stuff like that um he's like but you know it's really interesting you know murder they 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 suspected you of murder but you died but you seem perfectly fine to me that's weird um and then meanwhile at the hotel with the SWAT team um officer detective diana is there and they arrest sam and he seems very surprised (laughs) he does seem very surprised um during all this they kind of kept dean hidden and then we see that it's dean who's behind the desk who's chained chained to the desk and he just smiles a little because he's dean and he's just like man what's what a situation yeah (laughs) and that's it yeah I think this is a good cold open. Yeah. I do too. I actually put in my notes, I think it's even better than Skin, which Ooh. was the one that I said I thought was the best so far, which could only, I, I, I do think it's mostly because we know the characters better at this point. 
mm-hmm. and because it plays off of skin like it's the same yeah. kind of vibe yeah um but I, th- I think it's a good cold open i like it i do too i like how this episode is in general because like we get like they're at the police station but we get like flashbacks to like everything that ran down and while they're doing flashbacks we're seeing like their version of what they're telling the police but then what actually happened right like, yeah. we're we were just going to care for a friend and then they're like breaking into someone's house right <laughs> right i just i don't know i i was very confused when it started because it kind of felt like skin as it, like how it was like a like foreshadowing type thing but then it just like mm-hmm. kept going with the story and it wasn't so i thought that was interesting Right, it just picked up right where it right. left off. Yeah. Not a flash forward or something no. like that. We see uh, the policewoman, Diana. Diana, right? That's her name, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, she enters mm-hmm. with uh, Sam's holding, I mean, he's just like being interrogated. Um, and Sam's like, oh, so you're the good cop. Where's the bad cop? And she's like, He's with your brother. Uh, <laughs> and Sam's questioning why he's being held. Well, while they're being held. And Diana's like, well, you know, your brother was convicted of murder. So that's why he's be- or charged with murder. That's why he's being convicted or inter- interrogated. Oh, my God. So many words are happening right now. Law. <laughs> the law is just flowing out of my mouth. Here. We need a law boy, everyone. <laughs> we need Stat. a law boy. Someone call Sam. Bring him in. Um... <laughs> He's busy looking at our email. <laughs> but uh, pretty much Diana's just trying to get him to, like, turn on Dean and to say something that is incriminating towards Dean. Um, she goes on about how she knows, like, so much about him and that, like, you know, his how old he is. His He doesn't have a home address, how his mom died when he was young, and then just a ton of stuff. Um, and then he, she brings up Jessica and how she died in a fire and then he fell off the grid and he's like, I need some time off. Like that was a big thing. Um, apparently they ran Dean's fingerprints and they got a dozen possible hits and Sam says possible hits makes them worthless. Um, and then says that she wants to run his prints fingers his his prints comma fingers um yes of course and diana says something about how sam seems like a good kid and it's not his fault that dean's his brother and how we can't pick and choose our family and stuff but pretty much trying to like scare him into saying that there are you know detectives in st louis where everything happened in skin and saying that they're coming you know they're they're doing an investigation as well to actually charge Dean with murder um and she's like still just trying to get him to turn on him and Sam's like you want me to turn against my own brother and Diana says no we already caught him cold like we literally caught blood on his hands at Karen's murder scene but like we just need you to help um and then he says she says that he should do this because she can talk to the DA for him um, so that he can get on as, with his life because Dean's as good as gone. And then Sam starts to go into his 
half truth, half lie uh, recount of what happened with them and the Giles couple. I do think that it's interesting that, like, they bring up, like, Jessica's death and all that and how they're like, yeah, and then you just, like, fell off the grid. Mm-hmm. As if, like, your girlfriend dying in a tragic fire wouldn't grant you some right. leeway to, like, take some time off. Right. No. <laughs> um, yeah, grief. Who's heard of her? You know? Right. Just, she wasn't that important to you. Oh, here's a question. So, like, Dean, or the shapeshifter that looks like Dean, died in, um, mm-hmm. where was it? St. Louis. Skin. St. Louis. Like, dig like if they dig that up will he still look like dean i mean he's probably like decomposed but um you know like is there a body there and then like you've got you've got dean in human form like because he's a human like how do you explain that like yeah surely you'd be like see that guy was guilty but he is indeed dead (laughs) and i am very much alive right not dead and I didn't do it. Right. <laughs> like, I just yeah. think that that's so weird. <laughs> it is weird. I thought that, too, when I was I watching it. I was like, so if they dig it up, is that, like, enough evidence that it wasn't I him? the justice system. They're not going to dig it up. It says they were <laughs> exhuming it. Diana said. It did say that. Diana said. <laughs> it did say that. Right now, detectives in St. Louis are exhuming a corpse. The reason why I didn't pick that up is because I didn't know what exhuming meant at first. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, right, they're exhuming the corpse. Right. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Whatever that means. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's just what you do. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> that, that would be my first thing to do, too. Yeah. Such a good I would exhume it. way yeah, to go, I Justice would system. also exhume the corpse. <laughs> naturally. Uh-huh. It, naturally. Like, that's yeah. just go-to. That's just, that's just, Jesus Christ. That's crimin, criminal... Uh, stuff, stuff 101. Yeah. Criminal stuff 101. <laughs> right. when, it's the 101st criminal, rule of criminal stuff. When you study criminal justice in college, <laughs> that's what they tell you. That's in criminal stuff, the the course itself, criminal stuff uh-huh. 101. Um, yeah. yeah. And then you move up and you learn more. Like, Zoom is, yeah, but well, that's 101. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we get into Sam's retelling of what happened and we have a flashback and they're at a cafe and dean is reading a newspaper and it says man's throat slit without a trace (laughs) wow without a trace i don't know what that means (laughs) i don't think that means anything (laughs) because like the sentence itself the without a trace would would refer to the man's throat being slit which like if you can see that his throat is slit then there is a trace. There, there is a trace of it. <laughs> I hate to bring it to you. Also, yeah. if you have a, it's not like the man is gone without a trace. Right. That's what you typically hear that saying for, because um, he's there with his throat slit. So right. He's I not think gone without a trace. I think they mean man's throat slit without a lead is what I'm guessing they mean, but they probably it's confusing. They need to do better on their silly. headlines. Yeah, they do. Um, Sam walks over. He's got some coffee, and Dean's like, Anthony, is it Giles? I think so. Okay. In my head, I keep going between Giles and Giles, but I think it is Giles. Um, Dean's like, Anthony Giles. And Sam's like, who is that? Dean's like, (laughs) a lawyer in Baltimore. He was working at his office, and he shows him the newspaper, and he's like, oh, no DNA, no prints. Security cameras couldn't catch anybody. Sounds like it's an invisible killer. Um, And so Dean's like, absolutely, let's go check it out. So they're going to go check it out. They're at the police station. 
uh, we're back sorry at the police station Sam's still telling his story and he's like would have been kind of hard for Dean to kill Tony since we weren't in town at the time that Tony died we were at the cafe reading the newspaper and so then Diana's like okay well then tell me what happened next and Sam's like so we went to see Karen who was barely holding it together and we wanted to be there for her you know and then we get (laughs) into another flashback like I know that they might be uh, fake credit cards but there is a credit card trail that they'd be like sure you can ding us on the credit card fraud but like clearly we weren't there (laughs) like right so so that so that's that yeah sorry Diana Diana Wrong. Also, I love how Diana is like just so very much like Sam. Like she's just really trying to like reason with Sam, and Sam's like, "No, I know. <laughs> I'm never gonna turn on my brother." Yeah. Um, I think that's the one of the things I was gonna mention, like in the uh, scene earlier, is that we're getting this like glimpse of like how devoted Sam and Dean are to each other, and how prepared they are mm-hmm. for situations like this. Um. So, yeah, um, it, we continue the flashback. They go and see Karen because she was just so broken up. And what they're actually doing is pretending to be um, insurance agents. <laughs> um, she's like, man, I completely forgot about insurance. And she like, is broken oh, up. They weren't lying about that. She is, yes. <laughs> she's not doing good. Um, but they are not there as good friends because they actually do not know her. Yeah. And so they're like, well, did, you know, this is Hannah's favorite moment. Like, did Tony, like see anything weird have anything weird ha- you know we go through all the synonyms of weird <laughs> um and she's like well he did you know wake up in the middle of the night and he said that there was a woman standing at the foot of the bed um but he blinked and she was gone but i'm sure that was just a nightmare and we're all shaking our head like sure that was Absolutely. just a nightmare um, but Dean's like, what did she look like and Karen's like what the hell different does it make what she looked like what kind of insurance company are you? And Dean's like, we're just very thorough, <laughs> which works. Cause she says, she says, um, well, she was pale and had uh, dark red eyes. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Sam in the voiceover says, so we gave Karen a hug and I told her to call me if she needed anything. <laughs> and that was the end of the story. And then Diana's like, Sam, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> But you've got to be honest with me. Um, so she pretty much sees through what Sam is saying, or she's saying that she sees through what Sam is saying. Because um, she mentions that there was someone who saw them breaking into Tony's office that fits Dean and Sam's description. And he's like, okay, fine. Look, was it wrong to cross a crime scene? Yes. But Karen wanted some of her stuff, like her picture to Paris, as if she wouldn't be able to get that stuff later. Um he's like we're just trying to give her some comfort and then it flashes back to that i think it's funny that this is like the first time and um diana could be lying because cops do this kind of thing a lot where they're like we have witnesses that saw you at the scene of the crime and then the person's like okay you got me um when like that's not true but assuming diana's telling the truth that they do actually have people who saw them breaking in how come like Nobody ever sees them committing a crime. And, like, because <laughs> they, co- they do be committing crimes. Yeah. Yeah, but suddenly yes. someone saw them entering into Tony's office and just yeah, happened honestly, to tell the police. <laughs> that's honestly surprising that Sam's like, no, no one's, no one saw us. Yeah, like, he's like, we're too no good. One. There's no um, 
we are very good at what we do so yeah. there's no way someone saw us not that so we I, were there because we yeah. weren't I guess but if it, we it's were probably no likely that Diana was lying she was just trying to bait yeah. him into it, saying that they did it so yeah I mean with how the episode goes we see how cops are I don't you know, think they, yeah I don't think Diana <laughs> is meant to be a bad cop in this episode like I yes. do think they're very much trying to make her like the straight and narrow like the good cop in like every yeah. way and Pete is the bad cop in every way but yeah I mean like that that is something cops do and like whether it's right or wrong I feel like de- you know depends on you but I don't like it that cops I are don't like, like you did they this and you. yeah and, and a yeah. lot of times that probably works with real criminals but it also works with people who didn't do anything wrong so mm-hmm. yeah, they get yeah. Yep. Okay, so then we see Sam and Dean. This is a flashback to them at Mr. Giles' office, um, and they're breaking in. But it, it look it does look like they had a key. They do it very swiftly to where it looks like they're just like <laughs> unlocking the door. Um, they're just very good at picking the yeah. Just so <laughs> and fast. And they see a pretty large blood stain in the ground. And um, Sam says, "Like, well, I guess his body was right here." And then apparent i'm not gonna say this part because i don't like it but it was a very bad bad wound i will just say the wound was bad aggressive yeah um and um then dean goes over to the desk and he picks up a piece of paper and they look at it and written in small in small font printing um it says the (laughs) word or the phrase or whatever Dana Schultz so D-A-N-A-S-H-U-L-P-S and it's literally just like the whole page is just filled up and there are pages and pages of it filled up and they think of course at first they think it says Dana Schultz as a name and they said that you know they don't know but it's like the it's everywhere and um Dean makes a shining reference which is just funny because it really is he makes another one later but like they really, they really do be getting it mixed up once they get over to the other side. They be getting those letters mixed up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but apparently um, it's pretty much just like all over the office. And so they look everywhere for anyone named Dana Schultz that's connected to Anthony or to Tony Giles. And then also anyone who's died in this area named Dana Schultz and they can't find anything. Um, but Sam said he was close to cracking, uh, his password, the guy's password. And so he was going to look in his personal files and see something. And he said it was going to be about 30 minutes. Um, and Dean goes to sit down and just chill because he's looked everywhere he can look. And he's like, okay, I'm just going to hang out. And then he sits there for a minute and he's making like, he's just being really obnoxious. And Sam's like, you're really annoying. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go talk to Karen. I'm going to go talk to Karen. (laughs) He's like, I'm done with this. And, uh. Sam says, great, and Dean says, keep going, Sparky. And so Dean does, well, no, wait, hold on. Then the flashback's over. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, so much is happening. (laughs) I would just like to say that um, I think that Dean has ADHD, and he wouldn't have gotten arrested if he um, could have just set his butt down. If he could have just sat still. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, this is like 2006, and smartphones didn't have anything. Like, he couldn't play games. He doesn't see much of a reader, so. I think he has ADHD, 
But also he felt like he wasn't doing anything helpful. So yes. he's like, well, I can't yes. just sit here while Sam does all the work. I have to go do yeah. something. <laughs> like, because I'm supposed to be like the big bad hunter who gets things done. Yeah. So Yeah, he he can't sit there just because he's bored. But then also he's like, this I have to do something. And yeah. I think Hannah's right. He just had to be involved. Yeah. I um, mean, it's probably a good trait as a hunter to have ADHD. Oh, you're just going nonstop. Just bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Just That's how he gets that stuff done. Like, Yeah. Um, uh, Karen would have died anyways. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, but he wouldn't have been arrested for it. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is the whole reason we even have this episode. Is right. Of exactly. course. We always have to say that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so then we are uh, back at the police station and Sam is talking to Diane again. And he's like, so then Dean went back to Karen's place to check on her. Uh, you know, like when we left her, she was pretty upset. And Diana's like, why didn't you go with him? And he's like, oh, I just went back to the motel. How'd you know I was there? And she's like, oh, we found the matchbook on your brother when we arrested him. Um, and she's like, so you were with your brother the whole time you've been in Baltimore. Why did you separate now? Because um, your brother left you to go murder Karen. And Sam's like, no, <laughs> you're so confused. Um, and D- Diana says she heard the 911 call and Karen was terrified. She said someone was in the house. So then we get a flashback. Karen sitting on the sofa in pajamas crying Mm. the tv is on low (laughs) um as she blows her nose she hears a figure pass by she hears a figure pass by um (laughs) and so she she had her glasses off and rubs her eyes and she puts them back on and she sees like in the mirror a reflection of a ghostly figure and she do yelp um she do and it's like I think it is it like outside the door or is it in the house? It looked to me, to me it looked like, like it was like, like a screen door or like a glass sliding door yeah. and then the ghost figure was outside of it. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Um so uh Karen sees that and she gets pretty spooked naturally. She turns on the light and um that ghost is gone and so she gets up and runs into her bedroom and she shuts the door and calls 911 and they're like doing their job. Um, and she's like, I think I saw someone in my house. And they ask for her address. And when she gives it, the call just disconnects. And then the printer starts just randomly printing things. And she looks at it and it says Dana Schultz, Dana Schultz, Dana Schultz, Dana Schultz, Dana Schultz over and over again. Um, Karen fumbles for a flashlight. And when she turns around, she sees the ghost. It's a young blonde woman with dripping red eyes and also um, a wound. What was the other thing that? A wound, yeah. Is like that her, what her, she pale. said about a pale Tony? woman with pale. dark yeah, red yeah, eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, Karen screams. End Act One. Um, so that's what happened to Karen. We can assume it didn't go well from that. Yes, they're really uh, red herring this ghostly figure as the bad guy. To be fair, she's scary as hell. Yeah, like she is. You know. If, if I saw that coming at me, I would also assume it was trying to kill me. Yes, for sure. Uh, Dean arrives at Karen's house. He knocks on the door and he's like, Karen, you in there? And he waits for approximately two seconds and he's like, well, she's not coming to the door. <laughs> so instead, he just picks the lock and goes in. And he, you know, there's no one there. He can't, He he's calling out to her and she doesn't, and he just walks around the room until finally he comes upon her and she's dead on the ground unfortunately in a pool of her own blood 
um, he sees that the printer says Dana Schultz and he is like seriously what the hell like he is very confused by the Dana Schultz thing um, for some reason he kneels down and just touches the body I mean I guess he has no qualms of touching a dead body if, with what he does but he looks at her wrists and he noticed that she's got uh, bruises on uh, both wrists and then he hears people behind him and they're like freeze because it's cops and he has blood on his hands literally um, and so he's like well shoot and they cuff him they do so we're back at the police station and um, Pete Mm-hmm. That's who shirt Sheridan. I don't yeah. know how to, Sheridan. Yeah, that's Pete. Okay. So Pete and Diana are talking and they're looking at Dean in his observation room because Dean's room is like an actual like interrogation room. Meanwhile, Sam is like in an yeah. office. Because Dean's been area. like actually arrested. He's handcuffed and Sam is just like. Right. They're asking him He's, to stay. Yeah. They're, they're like using their legal flexibility of being able to hold him, but yeah. he's not like. He's not being charged. They don't think he killed her. Yeah. He just thinks they're covering up for Dean. Um, and so um, Diana asks, like, are you getting anywhere with him, meaning Dean? And he's like, no, just a bunch of wise-ass remarks, which, of course, Dean Shocker. is doing that. Who's <laughs> surprised? And Diana says that uh, Sam and Dean's story, though they have been separated and were picked up separately, uh, their stories match word for word. Um and Pete's like, yeah, well, these guys are good. I'll give them that. And Diana says that if they don't get Sam to flip, then all they have is circumstantial evidence. So all that stuff she's talking to Sam about how, like, they've got Dean anyways. Like, he needs to just save himself. That's all why. All wise. Um, they need him to flip. Um, but Pete's like, hey, we've got Dean at the crime scene with blood on his hands. Juries have convicted for less. Um, but Diana's like, yeah, but we still don't have a murder weapon. And, like, what's the motive? And, like, reasonable doubt. Like, they're, like, the defense is going to be able to, like, really, like, make a case that Dean didn't do it. And then Pete touches Diana's face. And then we learn that they have, like, some sort of relationship going on, which I found kind of weird. Um, but he's like, do you have reasonable doubt? Um we keep leaning on these guys. One of them will tumble. And don't forget about St. Louis. I'm telling you, this Dean guy is our guy. Which is just so weird to say. Like, I don't know. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, well, I know that Tony uh, Giles was a friend of yours. Giles. Um, and he's like, yeah, he was a good friend. And she's like, I know that. And then, like, he's basically wanting to, like, wrap all this up quickly. And she's like, but as Hannah said earlier, like, she's representing, like, this good cop person like she wants to follow the rules she doesn't want to put anyone innocent away mm-hmm. um but pete's like you know like like i really think that these are um our guys and i do want to clean this up quick and but he was a defense lawyer like of course he knew a lot of criminals like what does that matter um and so diana's like all right well let's get back to it and he's like no nah, let's just let him stew for a little bit and then he kisses her yeah and then he kisses her. I don't know. I guess workplace romances aren't abnormal, but I don't know. I just felt weird. They're not, like, above each other. Like, neither of them are above the other, so I guess it's fine. But just the way he was, like... I think it's just him. Oh, it just felt weird to me. I think him with anybody would have been him. very, he's, like, unsettling. 
Yeah. Yeah, he do end up being the bad guy. Spoiler. Spoiler. Um, and I, I, you're just picking up on those vibes. Um, I think that it's really interesting that they say that Sam and Dean's stories are the exact same, which means they prepare it's for crazy. this in yeah. advance. Um, we're going to see more and more of that as the show goes on, like little things that they do. Um, we'll see some more later in this episode. Um, Dean and Sam are just, you know, they've been together obviously forever and they know all the little code phrases. They know what to say, but I imagine that they have to like rehearse something Mm -hmm. before for like each specific case. Like, all right, if you get arrested for some reason, um, this person was our friend. Maybe they always default to like this person. If it's a man, like they served in the, served in the Marines with our dad. Like, I feel like that's not the first or the last time I've heard that. Also, do they even know that Tony was in the Marines? Because if Pete was good, good friends with Tony, like that Uh could have been a lie. And it didn't like, I don't know. That's just, I'm guessing it was. Right. They're just banking on, they're just banking on people not knowing. Right. (laughs) I feel like people who were in the military usually talk about it. You usually know if someone was in the military. So I don't know. That's I do like, um, like, you know, I, I'm never one to say that Sam and Dean aren't close and that they don't work well together. And this is a good example of like how well they hunt together yeah. um, and are prepared for any situation, which makes them good, good hunters. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, also this, the way that Pete, like it, if you did, you don't know he's the bad guy yet, but like the way he's like this Dean guy, like he's really adamant that like mm-hmm. Dean's the guy. And I know that, they think that he like murdered someone in St. Louis and all that. And they found him at the crime scene. But it just, when you're looking back on the episode and you're like, Oh, he obviously is like trying to just find someone to pin the blame on. He's just so. And I, I think he's like, it's almost coming off. If you don't know at this point, which we didn't, you don't know at this point that he's the bad guy and that he's just trying to find somebody. Um, and so it comes off that he's like really following his gut. And I know that like, you have to like have good intuition to even suspect somebody in the first place. But obviously in the law, you cannot just go with your gut all the time. <laughs> like there mm-hmm. is law for a reason. And so it always bothers me in like TV shows and movies when a cop is like, I just know, I just know this person's the bad person. Cause like you still have to yeah. do your due diligence. You still have to make sure because like this is that person's life. Like exactly. You can't just you say can no all day long. Right. But if you don't have, actual evidence then like it means nothing means your your gut is not like people are not not everybody's gonna be like oh well pete says so so if he thinks so it must be true like yeah that's not how we should operate slammer right that's not how we should operate but no and this is why like cop shows and things like this are propaganda in america like they we're so used to seeing how like this happens and all like Law and Order SVU. Like, I like those shows. Mm-hmm. I don't watch them anymore because I don't have TV. But, like, when I watched them as, like, a kid, like, I really like those shows. Yeah. But they, like, that's not how it works in real life. And it shouldn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just be, like, there's not, like, a one good cop like Diana who's supposed to represent this really good, morally correct yeah. cop. She's also doing things that are, like, trying to trick Sam because she says it. They've got to flip them in order to get Dean, like. Right. Like certainly get Dean. They they're gonna try to get Dean anyways, but like they're manipulating him to try to get him right more so, and that's just yucky. Yeah, it is. 
It is, it is yucky. Um, so we go into Dean's interrogation room, and we just see he's really, he is stewing. You know, Pete said, let's let him stew. He's <laughs> stewing, just not over the right thing. He's trying to figure out. Yeah, he, not he, over he, what he, they he's want. He's like, Dana Schultz. He's like, what in the world is this? Then we go to Sam's interrogation room, and he pulls out a pen and paper, and um, he writes down Dana Schultz, and then he's like, and we go back to Dean. He's like, maybe it's not a name. And then we go back to Sam, and he's like, an anagram maybe? And he starts writing down all of the possible combinations of um, Dana Schultz. Words, letters. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we go, can I just do the, we'll go back to Dean and then I'll be done. So we go back to Dean, um, and then we see the uh, lawyer pop his head in. And he comes and talks to him about how he's his lawyer, and <laughs> he says he's a little sarcastic to him, Dean is. And then he asks for a pen and a paper, and the lawyer's like, yeah, absolutely. And then he starts talking about how they haven't found the weapon, and that's good, but they got the prints and literally blood on your records, and with your police record, like, it, it just says it's not looking good. And then he looks over at Dean, and he's like, what are you doing? And Dean says, I think it's an anagram. And the lawyer's like, what's happening? Um, and he also has written down a bunch of uh, different combinations of these letters. And um, he's like, Dean asked the lawyer to ask, tell him if anything looks familiar. And he's like, are, do you understand? Like, you are, you are, there's a possibility that you're going to be charged with a death penalty, Dean. Like, we need to be a little more serious about this. And he's like, I'm handcuffed to a table. Like, I understand how serious it is. Tell me if you see anything that looks familiar. And so the lawyer looks at him and he, or he looks at the paper and he says that the, he didn't know about SUP, but Ashland is a street name. So the last seven letters were good but the first three it was like he didn't know what they were from and so Dean's like oh a street and then he asks he's like can you get this in to my brother and he's like you really don't understand like this is not looking good for you and he's like yeah thanks to the law review Matlock but if you want to help me I need you to see my brother and he hands him the paper and yeah Dean and Sam have a one-track yeah. mind they have the same mind. Yeah. Which I think is so telling about how they view hunting. They, Dean and Sam do not care about the morality of law. They, because like, like when uh, Pete was reading all of like Dean's crimes, like credit card fraud, um, theft, uh, what is the one with the body? Uh, desecration yeah. of a corpse um i could not think of it uh, like those are all things that they do they break the law frequently um but they know that they're doing the quote right thing and that they're morally just even yeah. if the law doesn't say that they are um and dean and sam do not care that like like sam's like a little worried that dean's chained to the interrogation table probably because that is a little bit of a hindrance of escaping but like we see later on like Sam easily gets out of there. They're very able to, like, break out of prison. They don't yeah. care about that at all. And they're like, what's important is that there's still a case. Right. And we need to solve right. the case. <laughs> they just have a one-track mind. Yeah. They do. But it makes it, like, they're, they're, both of their main concerns is saving people. And, like, obviously if they can't yes. 
take care of what they think right now is a ghost, that 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 ghost is just going to keep killing people. Exactly. And they're like, we got to do don't, this. If they don't stop it, who will? Right. You know, like. Yeah. Um, and everyone's in danger. And clearly this ghost, like, they don't really talk about it in the episode, but we've seen, like, you know, ghosts are usually tied to something. But this ghost is going mm-hmm. around and, like, killing multiple different people. So, like, well, I yeah. guess Tony and Karen were related or married. But, um, yeah, still, still. A, a free ghost is not a good ghost. No, it's <laughs> and According to Sam and Dean. Yeah. So... Then we go into Sam's interrogation room, and um, Sam is looking at the note that Dean had the lawyer bring him, and it's a street. Um, it says, it's telling him that it's a street, um, and the lawyer's like, I sure hope that means something to you, but I'd really like to talk about your case now, <laughs> um, and it, Sam's like, <laughs> poor Jeffrey. I know, Jeffrey's just <laughs> trying to do his job. Sam's like, sure thing, Matlock, and says the same thing as Dean. It doesn't feel like it, like goes as like it doesn't roll off the tongue quite the same as when Dean no I think that I feel like even though that is like my favorite moment like I like that the brothers share that Mm -hmm. um it the pop culture reference just really isn't it's not not his thing Sam's thing (laughs) yeah it doesn't work Um, but it is it is funny but I don't think it flows as well I agree um and so then this is like we said, Beth's favorite moment, and the lawyer's like, wow, you two really are brothers, aren't you? And he's probably like, God, this sucks. Um, <laughs> and he's like, now, as you know, the DA might be interested, and he's going to talk about the deal that Diana told us about earlier, and she's like, lawyer, we need you with the other one. And so <laughs> just the other one I think is really funny. It's so funny. It's like they're just two of the same thing. We need you with the other one, not the one you're with yes. right now. It's so so they funny. don't even have names. Yeah, just the, the other, other one. Um, so silly. So then we're in that Dean's. Was so fast. I know. I'm sorry. I just it's interrupted like, you. It's like, yeah, Dean. He just left the office. Dean sent the lawyer, and then he was like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. What did he do? He was like, yeah, I don't hey, know. Hey, whoever's listening behind the glass. He probably just made a big I know deal. you're out there. Yeah. Who knows? I'm ready to tell the truth. And they thought, confession. And Which he's like, is so funny. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yes, so then we're back in Dean's interrogation room, and there are a bunch of people crowding around the glass outside of the room to, like, watch what he's going to say. They're like, we're going to be here so for the big, the big reveal. Um, and so Pete's like, oh, hello, lawyer. Um, Dean wants to confess. And the lawyer's like, um, are you sure? <laughs> I don't think you should do that. And um, I highly advise against Yeah, it. I really think you shouldn't. And Pete just ignores the lawyer because that's also something cops do. Um and he's like talk directly into the camera state your name so dean's like my name is dean winchester i'm an aquarius i enjoy sunsets long walks on the beach and frisky women (laughs) naturally and he's like and i didn't kill anybody (laughs) uh but i know who did and it was a spirit and diana's like are you kidding me (laughs) uh she's of course thinks he's being silly crazy yeah and uh dean's like you know casper the bloodthirsty ghost of course um people are laughing at him and he's like tony saw it i bet karen saw it um but it leaves behind this word and it's on ashland street and whatever's going on it it would have started there and Pete's like, I cannot believe you. Tony and Karen were good people, and you're making jokes. And Dean's like, I'm not joking, pal. 
He says paunch. I don't know what that means. Um, and Pete's like, you murdered them just like you murdered the girl in St. Louis. And Dean's like, oh, no, I didn't. That was a shapeshifter. Um, and so, of course, they're, like, really mad at him. Um, Pete, like, attacks him, basically. He doesn't hit him, but he does manhandle him. Um, and Diana's like, what are you doing, Pete? Relax. And Dean's like, you asked me for the truth. And so Pete says, lock his ass up. And um, they handcuffed Dean again. He he was unhandcuffed for a split second. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that scene. I think I don't – I put in my notes. I feel like it should be noted how calm Dean is, even talking about the supernatural and people treating him like he's crazy. I'm not sure exactly what it means, but it should be noted. <laughs> like, I don't know what it means about Dean. Like, he is, he's – they've both been very calm throughout this whole thing, which yeah. is obviously because they're prepared. Oh, yeah. But also, like, they are – making fun of him and treating him like he's crazy and he's just like this is what it is i don't know what to tell you like he's not hurt by it he's yeah. just like oh well you know so I, I know it really has this like like you just see that he like you can see that dean feels like i am right mm-hmm. and i'm always had to deal with this everyone thinks that the supernatural is not real um it makes it seem like dean is used to being like an outcast yeah. And he's used to having people think that he's crazy. And he's like, oh, I know I'm right. And that's what happens. Yeah. So yeah. here we are. Yeah. Um, you believe what you want to believe. I believe what I want to believe. <laughs> exactly. 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 Um, <laughs> of course, when he says, like, it all starts on Ashland. Like, can you imagine being uh, Pete. Was Pete? in this moment and he's like like, Dean Dean doesn't know that Pete actually did it he still very much believes that it was a spirit Um, so does Pete just think that Dean is crazy but is like really on the nose of like like where Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember who the uh, Claire um, where Claire died because like he knows that it started on Ashland he knows what he did Um, and so he's listening to this lunatic criminal that he has chained to a interrogation room desk and he's like very close but just so slightly off of what happened yeah. and he's talking about ghosts and you're just like what the fuck how did you get so close yeah <laughs> and so of course in typical fashion he's just like you son of a bitch right. they were good people and you're just a snarky bastard <laughs> you know something like that i'm paraphrasing <laughs> I think that the I'm an Aquarius, I enjoy sunsets, long walks on the beach of frisky women is one of the most quoted things that is that Dean Winchester ever says. Um, people seem to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It is a cute little, like, Dean moment. Yeah. So Pete and Diana, they've returned to Sam, but oh, no, Sam is gone. Um, and the coffee and the note are still on the table. And Pete's like, what the hell? Where is he? And um, they look out the window. Um and it looks like the transcript says four in question uh, <laughs> with a question mark story drop with no fire escape visible. Um, but <laughs> it's a they're just four four. <laughs> um, but Diana gets the note, picks it up, and Pete's like, "Where'd he go? The fire escape's like way over what?" And Diana's like, "These two guys," <laughs> and she hands Pete the note, and he's like, "Hilton McQueen and." Diana explains that um, Hilt is Steve McQueen's character in The Great Escape. Yes. What did so, he do? What did Sam do? 
I think he is, you know, like a climber. He just scaled the building down wow. there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He's got plungers for feet and hands. And he yes. Has- <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine you're just driving in Baltimore and you look over at the police station and there's just this giant man because he's so tall. Um, just scaling the building with his bare hands. Shocked. And you just drive by because it's Baltimore and you're just like, I don't have time for this. Yeah, I feel like you're you're like going to work or something. Like So in the next scene we have Diana and she is going to the bathroom. And she walks in there, and the lights flicker, and they don't come on. And she's like, are you kidding me? Um, But apparently, they're used to, like, budget cuts or something. Maybe the bathroom isn't normally well-kept. So she just goes in anyways. And she's, you know, trying to wash her hands. And then, uh uh-oh. The, well... When did we miss... Doesn't she see it on the computer first? The computer. I feel like that... I, I literally just thought that, and I don't see it. Anywhere? I think that was right oh, before Oh, this, yeah. Right? Here it is. It's it's right before we see that Dean gave Sam the note. Oh, so it was right a while after, ago. I missed it. Yeah, it says, Ballard is writing an email at her computer. Suddenly, the repeating string, Dana Schulp, starts scrolling across gotcha. the screen. She looks around okay. nervous. Oh right, Got because okay. in the in the um, interview when he's doing the camera thing, he says Dana Schultz, and we see her face, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh mm-hmm. yeah, 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 you're right." Yep, you're right. You're right. All Thanks, right, sorry Abby. we missed that, folks. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Diana has already had an encounter with the Dana Schultz thing. She's washing her hands at the sink. Um, all the hot water comes on, and then Dana Schultz is starting to form in the mirrors because they're getting foggy. Um, she scrubs it away, but then, uh oh, the ghost. Um, with her slit throat and deep red eyes is behind her and she struggles to talk and I think she grabs onto Diana. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny how it says like Ballard scrubs them away to reveal the ghost. Like all caps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which the way it capitalizes like every name but every time I read it like yeah. that because like earlier it was like Karen. Dean is handcuffed <laughs> to another table as Ballard enters. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's how I emphasize things when I text. Right. So Funny. But yeah. Um, it seems like the ghost has marked her. Yeah. As next. She's coming for Diana. Well. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. She's not. But she is. Diana comes into um, Dean's interrogation room. And he's like, can we make this quick? Like, I'm tired from your partner assaulting me. And um, <laughs> that's how I feel like he should say it. Like, you know, you assaulted me. Yeah. And she's like, I want to know more about all the stuff you were talking about earlier. And he says some sarcastic response. And she was like, okay, let's pretend for a moment that you're not completely insane. And, like, why why would one of these things be here? Um, and he tells her that a vengeful spirit is created by a violent death. And they usually come back for a reason. And they get revenge on the people that hurt them. Um, lately, they've been dressing for revenge. And um, <laughs> they're on their vigilante shit again. <laughs> and then, they are. <laughs> um, so Diana's like, so these, pe- these things are like capable of actually killing people? And um, then Dean notices, uh, she rubs her neck, and then Dean notices something on her wrist. 
he's like, mm, where'd you get that? And um, she pulls up her sleeves, and there are super deep um, bruises on her wrists, like the ones that Dean had seen on Karen's wrists. Um, and he asked if Diana had seen the spirit, and she's like, how'd you know? And he tells her because Karen... He tells her because Karen had the same ones, the same bruises on her wrist, and that if you looked up Giles' autopsy, he probably had them too. Um, and then, of course, she's freaking out. He's like, I know you think you're crazy, but, like, we don't have time for that. Um, because the last two people <laughs> who saw this thing, they died pretty pretty soon after. So um, he says that she needs to go find Sam and that he'll help. And she's like, you're giving your brother up. And he's like, sure, if you think it like that that's fine but like <laughs> tells him how to find him and he's like you can arrest him if you want or you can let him save your life yeah the choice is yours diana yeah. all the ball, the ball is, in, is your in your court diana this was the part where i texted you guys and i was like if i it's just funny and supernatural when people are like i can't believe ghosts are real i feel like i'm crazy yeah and i'd be like okay yeah that totally checks out like how do we kill it the vampires werewolves like anything else i'd probably be like there's mm -hmm. no way that's real but at the same time i might be like okay yeah that sucks but i believe you but when it's ghosts and people are like thinking they're crazy i'm like no that mm -hmm. really checks out to me i'd be like okay i think it's probably for me like it's probably because i already believe ghosts right me too so like um but also like when i think of diana's experience specifically like a random woman who's very pale with her throat slit is oh, trying to talk scary. to her and grabs onto her. Like, what do you think that was? Yeah, right. You're bruised from And then it. she was like, You gone. have a lasting mark. Right. Do you think you're insane? I know I'm, I, I, my mental health might not be fantastic, but I don't think that I'm that far yet. Oh, you know, no. like, like. Right. What did, what, what would have happened if not that? you have marks on your right. wrist like it's it's okay i think it's okay to think like this is crazy but not like i'm crazy right. <laughs> like right it's exactly obviously not yeah, you the situation exactly. do be crazy yeah. but i'm not right i know what happened to me and it was that <laughs> yeah um but i do i think that this um the way dean like because she's like you're giving your brother up like he's like sure i guess um like it just shows like how they how little they care about like what I was saying earlier, like the justice system, he's like, you know, we're trying to do a job and let us save you. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it's your choice. You can either go arrest him, I suppose, or you can like believe us and let us do our job. Right. Like if you, and he trusts her. Yeah. If she arrests him, she can be fairly certain that she's going to die. <laughs> so like, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> Regardless of if they're doing something wrong or not, it's probably in her best interest at this point to not arrest him. So, and right. yeah, I think you're right. He trusts that she's smart enough to not arrest him, at least yet, so that and they can take maybe care of this. Scared enough, like, you know, yeah. use her fear. So then we are at a motel, and Sam is sitting at a desk going through some files. There's a knock on the door, and it's Diana. She's there. Um, and he's like, uh, and she's just like, I don't know, man. Can I? like she's just gonna come in. She's like, this is what we're doing. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Sure. And she just shows him her wrists, and he's like, 
oh, like this showed up after you saw the ghost? And she's like, I guess so. I guess. Um, and he's like, you're going to have to tell me exactly what you saw. And she's like, I must be going crazy. You're a fugitive. I should be arresting you. I shouldn't be here just like chatting with you about a ghost. Um, and Sam's like, okay, fine. You can arrest me later after you live. Like how it's going to be real easy to arrest me after I save your life, isn't it? Um, he's like, but right now I need you to tell me what the spirit looked like. And she says really pale. Her throat was cut and her eyes were like a deep, dark red. And it appeared like she was trying to talk to me, but she couldn't because there was so much blood. Um, and Sam's like, okay, you know what? Here. <laughs> uh, he says, I've been, he's been researching every girl that's ever died or gone missing from Ashland Street. I can't imagine there's that many, but I guess there are. Um, and he takes her over to the table where he has crime scene photos. And she's like, how did you get those? Those are supposed to be like sealed and he's like none of your business i have my way um <laughs> he's like don't ask questions and so he's like just look through these and tell me if anyone looks familiar so she starts looking through the third photo she's like oh this is her um and it is and her name was claire becker 28 years old and disappeared about eight or nine months ago and diana's like but i don't know her why is she coming after me and sam's like well she was arrested a couple times for heroin for dealing heroin um and Diana's like, well, Pete and I worked narcotics before we worked homicide. So they've been partners for like a while, I guess. Um, and he's like, did you ever bust her? And she's like, I don't remember it. I don't recognize her. Besides having seen her in the bathroom for a brief minute. Um, and Sam <laughs> says <laughs> she was last seen entering 2911 Ashland Street. Um, and the police searched the place, but they didn't find anything. Guess we got to go check it out for ourselves um, and see if we can find her body. And Diana's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, well, we got to salt and burn her bones. It's the only way to get rid of the spirit. And Diana's like, of course it is. What a fun of time. Course. <laughs> yeah. Super Which excited one, about that. That's that's where I would be like, I don't want to be involved in this at all. <laughs> like yeah. once they were no. like, okay, we got to find her body. And then we got to salt and burn it. Because like, no, thank you. No, I don't. That don't to. sound fun. Um, I think it's funny that Sam has the crime scene photos, and he's just being like, "Yeah, I have my job. Yeah. You have yours." Um, it's just another one of those instances, like with him breaking um Tony's password earlier. Like Sam is apparently like a hacker, yeah. you know? Like he just has hacker skills, but they never elaborate. Uh -oh. It's just like <laughs> they don't say like where he learned it. It's just he's like, "I went to college, and you I learned, learned that how to college. hack in college, and I." I, I use the computer In my pre-law degree, <laughs> I learned how to hack. It's like... <laughs> did, Dad, did you, Sam? Wow. This is so... Wow, Stanford. Yeah, yeah they're teaching so... really hands-on stuff there. Like, in order to be they're a like... lawyer, you need to be a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> you have you to be able to, to get inside their understand. mind. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You're getting You're, it. That's exactly. It. To get inside their mind. <laughs> that's don't the, and then and only then can you convict them all right so um we see um sam and diana they're in a dark and creepy warehouse Ooh, capital d capital and, c capital w and a actually and, yeah and is also that dark silly and transcript you don't you don't capitalize those yeah. words there's a whole list of words you don't capitalize and and is one of them yep. unless it's at the beginning yes of course um and so Diana's like, what exactly are we looking for? And Sam's like, I'll let you know when we find it. And, of course, for some reason, they split up, even though Diana has no idea what she's no. doing. 
And um, she's so Sam white. goes upstairs. Why couldn't he just tell her, like, what to look for? <laughs> like, that's not helpful. Because he doesn't actually Why did know. she actually need to come if, if she wasn't going to get any information? You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> she's not needed there. Um, so they split up. Um, Sam goes upstairs and Diana just keeps looking around where they came in. Um, and then she suddenly turns and there's Claire standing by a window and she's trying to talk, but she can't because, you know, her throat is slit. And Diana's just going, Sam, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam. And Sam runs down the stairs and the ghost disappears and he's like, hey, hey, I'm here. What is it? What happened? Because he didn't see her. And she's like, uh, Claire was there. And she's, he's like, well, where? And she shows him where. He's like, well, did she attack you? And she's like, No. No, she was just like reaching out to me and she was over there by the window um and there's like a the window is blocked by a shelving unit and so they like move it and they see that like the light coming through the window it says ashland supplies but the plies part is like gone or missing somehow and so it just says ashland sup which is why she keeps saying Dana Schultz or like making the message Dana Schultz over and over again. Um, then they turn and see a shadow um, on the opposite wall and it's casting the words into like a reflection. And um, Sam is like, well, now the extra letters make sense. And he gets out his EMF reader and he explains to Diana that certain remains and spirits like give off emf and so they're going to find it and they're trying to break down the brick wall that unfortunately claire is behind but sam's like this doesn't make any sense like every spirit that i've encountered like they don't want us to find their bones they want to keep doing whatever they're doing so like why would claire lead us to her body and um so obviously dan's like i don't know like this is all very I'm just weird. here. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So um, they get Claire's body. They open it up and they see that she does have like uh, cuffs on her hand. So that's where her marks came from. So all the marks that other people had, she would have had before she died. And Diana notices that Claire is wearing a certain necklace. And Sam's like, what do you notice? Like, does that mean something to you? And she's like, oh, yeah, I've seen it before. It's apparently rare, and it was custom-made over on Carson Street. And Sam kind of looks at her, and he's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, and I know this because, surprise, I have one just like it, and Pete gave it to me. <gasps> dun, yeah. dun, dun. Shocked. She's so calm about it. She's just like, she's just, mm-hmm. she's like, I knew Pete was a... She's in, she is incredibly calm is. about the fact that Pete, who I'm assuming is her lover, and that he gave her a nice necklace, and they have been working together for years, um, has turned into a bad guy. She's very calm. And she's just like, of course. Yeah, she's just like, yeah, men ain't shit. You know, I should know. He gave me one, too. Oh, God. Ugh, that bastard. (laughs) That Pete. (laughs) Like, like, clearly she's, like, disappointed. Yeah. But she's not like, I can't believe yeah, she's this. Not like, like, you know, like she's, there's, there's no, no way. She's just like, yeah, no. he gave me one. She's like, of course. <laughs> of course. That would be- I give my heart. I trust a man. And this, this is what is happens. This is what I get in return. So then 
Sam's like, oh my gosh, now this all makes perfect sense. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, she's not a vengeful spirit. She's a death omen. Um, and he just killing- immediately goes to that. He's like, oh my God, a death omen. Oh my God, she's a death omen. He's like. Also, like, have we had no. death omens? Because just, they just say it as if we know what I a know, death omen is. Like, time. like, it's. Like, I know it's not too difficult right. to figure out, like, what a death omen is, but still, like, he's just like, yeah, death omen. Yeah. This is something we deal with all right. the time. We've never seen this. this Maybe, it. but not since you got out of college. Um, yeah. At least not what said, we've seen. <laughs> yeah. He said that, you know, she's trying, she's not killing anyone. She's trying to warn them. And that some spirits don't want vengeance. They just want justice. Um, and that she wanted them to know who her killer is. And she said, he asks how much uh, she knows about her partner. And she's like, oh, my God. And Sam's like, what? And she said, about a year ago, some heroin went missing from lockup. And that obviously it was a cop. They didn't know who did it, but they had to have someone defense their product, which made so much sense for her because now that she realizes someone, it was someone like a heroin dealer that they needed, and Claire was that person. Then we cut to Pete who we now know is the bad guy for real and he's driving around a van with dean is he's in the back and he's like so i'm being extradited to st louis huh and you decided to transfer yourself 800 miles at two in the morning this can't be good he's like dean's like I'm oh in some no deep shit right now. <laughs> yeah um and then That's so funny though <laughs> i know he's like this is not so this funny is not good he's like i i don't like the way this looks pete i'm this not isn't looking good this for is me. not this is not going well. Um, this is not a good thing. Then we cut back to uh, Diana and Sam, and they're driving on the road, and she's on the phone, and she gets off of it, and apparently she found out that Pete just left the precinct with Dean, and that um, he said that the prisoner had to be transferred, and he just took him, but now he won't answer the radio. And Sam's like, he took a county vehicle? Like, if he's going to do something like this, he might as well not be He should take his it. own car. He's like, well, <laughs> yeah. then they have a low jack. You've got to get it turned on. He's like, we can find him immediately. Can we just talk about the fact that, what was it, dispatch or whatever, was like, we've been trying to call him. I don't right. know. And he's in a, like, why is it Sam who's like, hey, there's a low jack, you I, idiot. Yeah, that like, actually kind of frustrates me because it, it seems, it makes it that they're making Sam the, like, only one who could figure this out whereas like diana's really smart she would know dispatch would know like why is sam the only one that would know right also it's frustrating because like we've talked about how like the criminal justice system is not a good thing to like the system is not good in america and it's like a detective just walked out with a prisoner saying he's being extradited to St. Louis, but there's no paperwork. There is there is going to be a formal process for that. Right. And you just let him walk out have, with the prisoner? He would have somebody to report to. He would have somebody telling him to yes. do He's a detective. He's not, like, also, he in would charge. Not be, and he would not be the one extradited. He would not be to the one to do it. Him. They, they have, have people that they have do people that. for that. People for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a plan, especially because, like, they think Dean is a murderer, like, extremely dangerous to society. Like, they would have that locked down. And they'd have more than one officer on him. It would not be one guy. And and so, and so they're like, yeah, but she's like, yeah, they're trying to call him. Yeah. You mean they didn't immediately put that low jack on? 
it's so stupid. It is stupid. And it's it's just frustrating. I'm like the Yeah. I mean, yes. we know our criminal like the law enforcement is not the best in America. But to assume they're all stupid is another thing. Like I don't yeah. think they're all stupid. I think a lot of them are probably too smart and are doing things they should not be doing. Um but yes. Yeah, they're definitely not stupid, most of them. I think there are probably a lot of stupid ones, too, but that's beside the point. Um, yeah, just to assume that <laughs> Diana and all dispatch was just too dumb <laughs> to figure out they could turn on the low jack. Like, just. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Sam had to Thanks, figure Sam. Thank, thank God for Sam Winchester. Silly. So we are back to Dean and Pete, and the armored van that they're in just pulls off the road and stops, and Dean's like, Oh, you have to pee already? Um, you might want to get your prostate checked. Um, and Pete's like, Pete's like, I don't like you. And Dean's like, No, 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 no. I'm cool. I'll just, I'll just stay. Like, you go do your thing. I'm just gonna stay in the van. Um, and Pete throws him on the ground outside of the van, and he's like, You're a cocky son of a bitch. He says, You think those people in St. Louis are gonna buy that crap? He's like, You're not even going to St. Louis. Um, you're gonna die trying to escape. And Dean's like, I'm not pretends to be yeah, shocked. Dean's like I'm not trying to escape um he's like but don't do this because you're gonna regret it later or you don't want to do something you're gonna re- regret later and he's like or, or maybe you do I guess I don't know um and Diana shows up and she's like Pete she's just you know she's done she's like put the gun down she's so Pete disappointed is. and Pete <laughs> thinks she's an idiot and he's like Diana how'd you find me um and she's like oh I know all about what happened and he's like I don't know what you're talking about and she's mad she's like put the gun down we're not doing this um and she's she's got her gun pulled right now right like she's aiming it at him yeah and he's like you're fast but i'm pretty sure i'm faster of course you think that pete um and she's like why are you doing this and he's like i didn't do anything and she's like i don't believe you (laughs) it's too late pal um and he's like it's not it wasn't my fault claire tried to turn me in so i had no choice i had to kill her Right, that's how that yeah, works, right? Pete, you lunatic. Yeah. Um, and Diana's like, okay, Tony, Karen, and he's like, same thing. Tony, um, got skittish. He wanted to come clean. I'm sure he told Karen everything. I don't know for I don't know for a fact he told Karen everything, but I'm sure he did. Yeah. So I had to kill them both. So naturally, um, naturally. he's definitely a man who is uh like dealing with the things he did not well like he's yeah paranoid and so he's just gonna kill everybody like theoretically he was gonna kill diana as well yeah if the death omen came to her i wanna kill my dad dad. i wanna (laughs) kill my grandpa or grandma sorry (laughs) that was funny oh the my heart um (laughs) so don't come near me i'll murder you that that, that is beat it is beat um yeah so if the death omen showed up to diana theoretically pete was gonna kill her as well i'm not sure why like he just was spiraling he was, yeah he must have been just really paranoid so um dean and sam look at each other and they're both like how are we getting out of this and dean just shakes his head he's like i don't know let them deal with it um he's like i think diana's got it under control and so pete's like it was a mess. I had to clean it up. I just panicked. And we're like, yeah, we know Pete. And she says, how many pe- more people are going to die over this, Pete? And Pete's like, Dean is our way out. Like, it's going to be him. And no one's going to care. He's just one more dead scumbag. Um, and Dean's like, hey, <laughs> t- 
take it back. <laughs> what? Out of all of the things that are thrown at Dean, this is when he's like, excuse he's like, uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and then Pete's like, no one's going to question it, Diana. Please. I still love you as if that's going to matter to her. She starts to lower her gun. And he's like, thank you. And so he turns back to Dean. And um, suddenly we hear gunshot. And it hits Pete. And it was Diana. She shot him. Um, so Pete goes down. Dean, of course, is fine. And she's like, then why don't you buy me another necklace? Like, such a good line, Diana. You go, girl. Um, he tackles her and knocks her down. She loses her gun. Sam tries to go for it, but Pete gets it first. And he's like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then um, the ghost appears. And another gunshot goes off. And Ballard, uh, Diana, sorry, um, was able to shoot him again. So he do go down this time. Um, more permanently. More, more, <laughs> more permanently this time. <laughs> <laughs> you you might even say for good um yeah <laughs> not really but he is down and that's the end of he's down four. for the count more permanently yes, more permanently <laughs> that is so funny in scene yeah it's very funny um but yeah so pete has been restrained permanently yeah, put down. I guess so. um i'm glad that diana got her movie moment yeah. of being like you know the necklace you know she got to be a badass woman because like of course that implies that he was cheating on her i think you know like why why would he get claire that fancy necklace if she was just pushing drugs for him yeah Hmm. so not only is pete a criminal he's also a cheater cheater. he's a no good for nothing and a a murderer lots of the slimy <laughs> oh he uh, is slimy um, excuse me Hannah. i am yes. not slimy uh we're saying pete not pt okay <laughs> <laughs> that's my nickname <laughs> peter his name's yeah. not peter yeah, i'm pretty sure he is no his nickname <laughs> <laughs> a great point, Petey. All right. So, um it's morning. Of course. <laughs> They've just been hanging out, you know, like they um just were really making sure he was permanently down, I guess. Um they're uh Diana's like kneeling next to Pete and Sam approaches her. Dean is kind of standing nearby, but it's you know, Sam and her have the connection. And he asks if she's doing okay, but Diana's like, not really, but what about Claire? Like, what happens to her now? And Sam's like, well, she should be at at rest because, you know, her justice was served, um, was found out. And so now then Dean brings up like, all right, um, what what now, officer? (laughs) Like, very respectful. He's just like, what 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 are we what are we doing now? And Diana's like, well, Pete did confess to me. And he screwed up both of your cases royally. So I'd say there's a pretty good chance I can get your cases dismissed. And they're like, wow, you do that for us? And um, Diana's like, yeah, I hope so. But the St. Louis murder charges? I cannot help you with that. And they're like, oh, man, so sad. And she's like, unless I just happen to turn around. And then when I turn back around, you're gone. Wouldn't that be crazy? Um, it wouldn't that be just so silly <laughs> such a goofy thing that happened um and i can just say the the prisoners escaped oh no 
And Sam's like, wait, are you sure? And Dean's like, of course she's sure, Sam. I know. What do you mean? And he's like, no, I just mean, like, you could lose your job over something like that. And I'm fairly certain that Dean's like, I yeah. don't care. Like, I'm not going to St. Louis, Sam. <laughs> to be to be put on, get the death penalty. Um, and so Dana's like, look, I just want you guys out there doing what you do best. Trust me, I'll sleep better at night. So she turns and she's like, listen, you need to watch your back, though, because they're going to be looking for you. So get out of here. I got to radio this in. Um, and they go. But then Dean's like, hey, do you know what they did with my car by chance? And Diana's like, no. Like she tells him it's on the impound by on Robertson. But she's like, don't even think about it. And he's like. And Sam's like, don't worry, we'll 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 wing it. We'll improvise. We're pretty good at that. Um, and she's like, yeah, I've noticed. And they walk away. And Sam's like, she was a nice lady. And Dean's like, yeah, for a cop. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, Dean will stay true to that. Dean does not like cops um, at all. And he keeps not liking cops. Um, But he does say, like, does she look familiar? And Sam's like, no, why? He's like, I don't know. Anyway, you hungry? No. For some reason, he could really go for some pea soup. Which is such a weird ending. It's because I looked it up. It's because I didn't know it, but the actress that plays Diana was in The Exorcist, and um, she's the girl Emily, I think is her name, um, oh. who who throws up everywhere, projectile vomit, and it resembles pea soup. But I thought it was oh. really funny. It's really funny just because supernatural can be so meta sometimes, because like that's obviously yes. a thing that happens in our world. Like and it does in theirs too, but like it. But she was in that. Like it's just confusing because she was in that movie, but now she's in Supernatural. I'm fairly certain The Exorcist is in Supernatural. Like the movie is in there, and like that's what I'm saying. That's why it's like so meta. Okay, yeah, because she's in the movie, but she's in Supernatural. So like, so what? Right, (laughs) nothing. Um, Supernatural loves to like do that sort of stuff too. If someone's like, like exactly, exactly Abby, Abby a little <laughs> ghosty. Um, like Jared and Jensen both do like kind of like horror or thriller mm-hmm. movies, and they reference yeah. it all the time. And I'm like, so what? Does who that was mean? in that movie? Like, who was who in was the he? movie? But in this case, it's even if Jared. Sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. Um, like if if Sam is Sam. Who plays his Jared's character right. in House of Wax? <laughs> and they do talk about House of Wax explicitly they later do. on. Um, this this scenario is even crazier to me, though, because they're, like, saying specifically the actress who was in The Exorcist looks familiar because they would have seen her in The Exorcist, but now she's a cop. <laughs> like, that is just, like, it's one thing to, like, you know, reference The Shining and then, like, of course they've seen that but like to say like if yeah. jack nicholson was in an episode to be like wow he just looks so familiar <laughs> like of course he does you've seen the shining so funny yeah it's silly <laughs> a fun fact about this episode is it's the first episode where dean doesn't call sam sammy at all oh <gasps> they were separated they were. for most of it but he doesn't regardless. I would also regardless. like to say I was mostly right last week when y'all asked me what I thought this episode was going to be about. Were you? No, I said it was going to be about <laughs> I, jail. You said it was going to be about 
murder people in jail who have done things wrong and they are being suspected of crimes they didn't do which i guess kind of in that way you're right but (laughs) so but Uh uh-huh yeah i don't i think think yeah if like i had to give you a pass or fail i'd give you a fail for sure well i'd give me a pass Okay. Well, that's all that matters. Well, you're I'm not. You're make not sure grading to tell your yourself. professors that I think I could pass. So, but yeah, this was a good episode. Not like, um, it it doesn't really go along with the rest of the plot we've been getting lately, like the storyline. But it is important, and it becomes mm-hmm. even more important later. But it's just like it kind of feels right now like a filler episode, but it's really not. But around all of the yellow eyed demon stuff, it's like, okay great it has yeah. nothing to do with but it is yeah. a good episode <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it i i think that seeing the brothers and how like getting more insight and how they hunt and like their little code words like the great escape fist mm-hmm. escape this uh reference like how they just are able to talk to each other without being in yeah. the same room and like get messages across that's really cool um but yeah overall doesn't seem very important yeah. So, Abby, our next um, episode, Abby, is called Crossroad Blues. Yep. I really enjoyed that episode, and I'm excited I'm, that it's next. I didn't realize it was already. I'm very excited. I didn't realize it was yeah. so soon. I'm very excited for the next two episodes, really. But um, What's the next one? Croatoan. Yeah. Ah. Um, but what do you think Crossroad Blues is about, Abby, as always? I think there's going to be something that happens. They're going to have to decide. Absolutely. Honestly, both of you can get both. <laughs> I think there's going to be something that happens that they have to decide whether they want to do something that's quote unquote right or if they want to do their job. Okay. And I think that they're going to be different things. And I think that they're going to have to kind of like, they're going to be at a crossroad. Okay. Ah, okay. I was I wasn't really connecting how you were what you were saying. But okay. We'll see. Decision. And maybe maybe we'll kind of get some more of like the storyline. Theoretically. Since we have had like, oh, for like the yeah, demon this past episode that was like Yeah, we're a coming up on but not the main one. Right. We're coming up on the mid-season finale. So theoretically, we would be getting not mid-season finale, but, you know, like, for the pause they did. Um, so, theoretically, we would be getting some more plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're trying to wrap up whatever mid-season yeah. plot they want before they get into the rest of the season. Yeah, I really like this episode. I think that this is a favorite episode, the next one that we're doing next week, uh, for a lot of people. Oh, really? So, I'm excited hmm. to see what yeah. Abby thinks about it. Oh, yeah. really? Hmm. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good episodes. I think that they will have... I think this will be an episode where they have to choose to do something. Yes, I could not agree more. Such a good point. She hates that she was wrong this episode, and so she's doing something real vague so that she can be right next week. Yeah, they're going to have to make some choices. Oh. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Interesting. That's a really interesting idea, but maybe. Yeah. It's kind of um, taboo. Um, So if you're interested... If you're interested to see if Abby's vague answer is correct, you can listen to us next week. Um, episodes every Tuesday. Um, if you'd like to email us with some words of encouragement, thoughts, theories, you can email us at raisingperdition at gmail.com. 
You can follow us on TikTok at Raising Perdition. You can follow us on Twitter at R Perdition Pod. Um, yeah, and just connect with us there. Hannah has the impossible goal that we'll be uh, reaching a thousand followers by on TikTok by Christmas, and I don't think that we can do it. So if you'd like prove to prove me wrong, wrong go yeah. follow us there. Prove her wrong. I'm never wrong though, so we'll see. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Raising Perdition, a supernatural rewatch podcast hosted by Beth Brin, Hannah Barrow, and Abby Joe Morton. You can connect and send us a message to raisingperdition at gmail.com. You can also follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Raising Perdition or on Twitter at rperditionpod. Thanks again for listening and please download, rank, review, and follow on your preferred podcast listening service.